You've scanned the headlines, read the articles, and liked the posts. Now listen to the experts themselves in the Future of Work podcast, presented by allwork.space. Are you ready? Hello, and welcome to the Future of Work podcast by allwork.space. I'm Joe Mernier, and today I'm going to be speaking with Mauro Ripacci, the CEO of Boundless Life, to discover a side to the future of work that some people might not have thought about or perhaps haven't dared to dream about. Boundless Life is on a mission to help people lead a more fulfilling life by combining their career with travel. Not only that, these experiences are designed for families where parents can work remotely and pursue their careers while their children are experiencing new cultures and education systems. So I'm looking forward to hearing all about it. So welcome, Mauro, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Joe. Very nice to be here today. Very excited to talk to you about the future of work. And where are you calling from today? Well, I'm in Greece. So I mean, there's a Greek island called Syros, which is the capital of the Cyclades. And Cyclades is well known around the world for magic islands like Santorini, Mykonos. But we decided to to move here and open boundaries in this island because it's a near around island. So it has great climate, great people, but not the craziness of the tourists in the summer, the peak season. Mm-hmm. That's always good. <laughs> um, and one thing, I, I mean, I was, I'm pretty disappointed that uh, boundless life wasn't around when I was growing up in the traditional school environment here in the UK. Um, so first of all, just can you tell us more about boundless life um, and what led you to start it alongside your co-founders? So what led me to start it was uh, the fact that my oldest daughter, uh, Victoria, she was turning seven and joined the public system in Canada where I was living at the time. And that was during the pandemic. And as many parents, we actually, because we were working from home and maybe kids were spending a lot of time at home as well, schools were closing. We actually had the opportunity for the first time to really see how the school system worked. And when I saw it, I was shocked because nothing changed from the time I was a kid 30 years ago. So I was like, well, the system has not evolved. So many things changed in the world. And my daughter was not happy. She didn't like how rigid the system was and how big the school was that, you know, 30 kids in a classroom and no personalized learning. So because of her frustrations and the fact that I kind of, Unraveled, unraveled that the, the school system has not changed. I started thinking, is there a better solution? And my ba- my background is not in education. Even though my, my mother is an educator and worked in school all her life, I never really knew much about education except for talking to people. Mm-hmm. But my background was in startups. So having a background in startups, we always say, is there a better way to fix this problem? And, and that was something very close to me, like my own family being affected by it. And then also at the same time, I wanted this lifestyle of being able to move because mm-hmm. I was born in Brazil. My ancestors are from Italy, Portugal, Lebanon. So I really never felt like I can live in just one place. So I wanted the flexibility. And prior to my oldest daughter joining the school system, we always spent three, four months abroad. And what happens with the school system, it removes you the, f- the freedom to travel when you want. So now you basically need to wait until your kids leave the school system for you to travel again. And in the time that you have to travel, 
are basically the craziest time, spring break, mm-hmm. winter holidays, summer holidays. So it's not the best experience for the parents either. And it's expensive. So it's extremely expensive. You're talking mm-hmm. about three, four, five times more crowded spaces. You don't get the best service. So mm-hmm. all of those things, we were like, wow, why should we continue living this way? So what I did, I got together with the best people I knew. So we brought into the team people with background in education and in hospitality. And we started really brainstorming on like, is there, is there a business that can be created out of this or is really a co-op or what we're looking to do? And we interviewed many families, more than a hundred families to understand why uh, they would be interested in mm-hmm. living a boundless life with the time was called a nomad life, right? So what we learned is many people for a number of reasons wanted to have this flexibility and were very interested in alternative school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you're um, talking to people about boundless life, how do you pitch it? Do you sort of say it's like the next progression of co-living or do you say it's like a premium digital nomad experience for families? How would you put well, that? So if you think about the, this industry, how it works, evolves, it started with very young people, the 18, 20 year old, that mm-hmm. got a freelancing job and then went to live in Bali. So mm-hmm. that was 10, 15 years ago. And then those people start to marry and have kids and they want to continue that lifestyle. So the thing is, boundless is not a co-living solution because we have uh, unique homes for each family. So that's the main difference. So when a family is traveling with your own kids, you want to, to have your own private space. So that's something mm-hmm. that we offer. And the second part of our solution is, is the education. So yeah. as a young person, you want to party, meet people, go out, enjoy the, the local scenery. But as a family, you really care about your kids' education. And mm-hmm. that's, that's the core part of our offering, a new system that enables parents to be able to move every three months to a new location without putting their kids into a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. So we have, we have learned over the time, the, year, the months, how to actually build this. And then the last part is a, a place where families can gather and work because mm-hmm. the main difference between parents and young people is that single people is the ability to go out and meet locals. So yes. if you're, if your kids at home, like going out every night and making new friends is very difficult. So what Boundless provide is it's a combination of the education system, homes that are designed for parents and families, and then mm-hmm. also a community that can follow the kids anywhere they go. Mm-hmm. That sounds fantastic. And the advantages are quite clear. Um, but what about some of the challenges that um, some, some people face when they're traveling, for example, navigating time zones, language barriers, um, visas, and so on? Do you, do you help families get through all of that? Yeah, so the, the biggest challenge for families uh, since we started has been visas, especially for families mm-hmm. from the US and the UK with yeah. the, the changes um, in, in the European Union and all of those things. So, so it is a challenge and many countries have advertised digital nomad visas as it's a very popular trendy. Yeah. Uh, but, but in reality, is a very challenging process to actually get those visas. And even though they say, well, five steps and you get a digital nomad visa in this country, 
in reality, you have so much paperwork and steps and meetings at the embassy. So mm-hmm. what we are, what this is actually the biggest challenge our families face, and the way uh, the easiest way to overcome it is actually alternating between Schengen destinations and non-Schengen. So then people can stay nine, three months, 90 days mm-hmm. in Europe and then 90 days in, a, in another location. And then some families that are a little bit more at the, have been doing this for longer, they mm-hmm. are considering uh, applying for residency. So that's, that's a process that takes long but brings a lot of advantages. Mm-hmm. The other issues, um, language barrier and navigating different time zones and cultures, it's actually an interesting challenge. Many of the our customers see it as a, a learning experience. So beside the visa, we haven't seen many issues uh, by the family, especially in the, the regions where we are today, Portugal and Greece, which is which are countries that English is widely spoken. They are used to tourists. They are very welcoming. So a lot of the challenges are no longer there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in terms of the future of work, which we really focus on with this podcast, um, how do you see this uh, combination of work, travel, family lifestyle? How do you see that fitting into the future of work? Do you think it's going to become more prominent now that remote and flexible work is a lot more mainstream? Yeah, so pre-pandemic, we had three different industries. We had living, we had education and we had travel. So all those three industries combined is over one quarter of the world economy. However, mm-hmm. what happened is for many people, it started to become blurred, the lines between those things. So second home uh, during the pandemic became a trend. People mm-hmm. were buying homes at cottages or country homes or farms or beach houses. And that's actually started to open people's minds to say, why should I live in a small condo in a large city where, where why, when I can live in a beautiful farm or country home and be connected to nature. Mm-hmm. So that the desire for humans to actually have this flexibility has been always there. And the main restrictive factor was their work and their kids' school. So the yeah. work barrier has been reduced substantially. So now there are two companies trying to force their staff to go back to work and there will be always companies that will be in a physical location. But mo- most of the talent that want flexibility are already flowing into very diverse companies. We just posted a position of head of people in culture. And within a few days, we got 600 applicants. Oh, wow. And the majority of them want to move from an office fixed location to a remote work environment. So mm-hmm. you're actually able to attract best talent. And then in the long term, that create competitive advantage for you as, a, as an employer. So, mm-hmm. so that's not going to change. Now, like, how do you overcome all of these challenges? And what we're seeing in our, initially we thought boundless would be for people on sabbatical. Let's say I'm tired of living in a big city and I want to spend one year exploring the world and then I go back home. Mm-hmm. We have uh, so far over 100 clients and none of them, are in this profile actually oh, wow. the majority yeah it's, it's very very curious like it was a big surprise for us and the, the majority of our clients are people that say i love london i want to be there six months per year but i also want to be in another city either because 
of weather, lifestyle. I want to be in a mountain. I want to be in a beach. Or maybe I have family in more than one place. Yeah. And I want to spend time with both grandparents, like the, on both sides. Or I have business or my teams are in different places. Mm-hmm. So instead of I going on a long trip and spending a week away from my family to be with my team, then we can be three months living wherever they are. So that's really creates these new opportunities mm-hmm. for people to be able to move around. Yeah. And I see um, that makes me think of the community side of what you do. And I see the word community mentioned a lot throughout your website and in your marketing materials. And we know about the value of community in co-working spaces. Um, and so how important is that for families that are uprooting, going to a different place and trying to get to know the local culture? How, how important is it for them to have a community network there to help them? Yeah, that was that was actually our second biggest surprise since we launched. Mm-hmm. So when I when I was in university, I was an exchange student. So I was living in Brazil and I got to go to Canada for six months. And the day I arrived there, I didn't know many people. So mm-hmm. within a few days, all because all exchange students arrive at the same time, they are going to the same university, they have the same mindset, you become friends. And you you hang out for six months, you go out, you go to restaurants, go on trips, and then you I remain friends with many of these people for years. And with boundless is actually exactly the same thing happening because you have a group of parents that are coming from all over the world, arriving in a new destination, mm-hmm. open to make friends with kids going to the same school, working from the same place. And all of a sudden those groups actually start to create. And we thought we would be creating all those relationships, but they happen naturally. So in some of one of our groups, we had, um, people creating a running club and then they were running every morning. Then crypto workshops. So they're working on investing together, teaching each other. And then you had a conscious parenting workshop. And depending on what area you're interested in or all of them, you basically start to create those relationships. They stayed in touch. Uh, they're coming back together for other destinations. So you really created this community that's, People that are like-minded, their parents, they want to explore the world. Mm-hmm. And it's really amazing to see how how much people become friends and close to each other, how much they help each other. Especially, uh, we had a, a large number of single parents. And for them, like something like this, the community is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like everything we've been missing through COVID, through those, um, through that very long year when we had the lockdowns on again, off again. Um, and those past couple of years, it feels like suddenly a lot of people are feeling this freedom where they can do these things. They can go traveling. They can get together and create communities together and make new friends. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's fantastic. Absolutely fascinating. And your team um, at Boundless Life, your team works asynchronously. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we Can have. You, how does that work? We have, yeah, we have over fifty people from twenty-one countries. So I say from because they were living there before, but they may be in other places. So yeah. we don't have we don't have a physical office, and people work from whatever they're most productive, whenever they're most productive. And what we're seeing is first is it enables us to attract talent that we will otherwise not be able to because 
let's say you're hiring from one location. My last company were only hiring people that want to move to Montreal or they live in Montreal. So you actually restrict the number of, of people that you can target. Mm-hmm. And with with what we're doing is really uh, amazing because you can get all this talent. And what uh, asynchronous work means is that you're able to collaborate, but not always being at the same time zone and having meetings at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, the, and it's a challenge. It's not an easy thing to do because we are used to, like when you have a question, you want the answer now. So you can go to the next person's guest and say, hey, I have a question. Can you help me? And sometimes that's helpful because it unlocks you, but maybe this other person is doing very creative, deep thinking, and it cannot complete their work. Mm-hmm. So what I say in my last company is we had an office. We had everyone going there every day pre-COVID. And people were on their headphones and mm-hmm. on their computer, and they would send messages to the person beside them. <laughs> and they were like, wow, we are here. And like, okay, the office is for happy hours and you know, having a ping pong table and having fun together. But when you're working, you're actually trying to work at your own things quietly. Mm-hmm. So I, I think work gives you the opportunity to really focus and get things done when you're most productive, which is very mm-hmm. different for different people. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we work like that with all work as well. Um, and what about some of the downsides of that style of working? Like you say, you have your um, slight communication delays. So if somebody has a question they need answered right now, um, they might have to wait until that person comes online a few hours later. I imagine um, tech tools and documented processes would help to ease those challenges a little bit. So having some really good guides in the company that people can turn to when they need help. Um, are there any other problems that you've overcome through the way you yeah. work? So in my last business, we brought over 20 software engineers from all over the world mm-hmm. to go live in Canada. And they moved there because they wanted to immigrate to Canada. And we were basically the entry door. And many countries have these work visas and attract talent and many other types of incentives. And what happened is when they were there, they wanted to be to fit in within the North American culture. Mm. So they adapted. And today, because we're just hiring, doesn't matter where you are, people are not changing their culture. They're not changing their communication style. They're not changing their priorities. And we actually have to, for a company to function, we need to pick the same language. We don't want to change people's cultural way of working, but we need Mm -hmm. to really collaborate in a very effective way. So once you have people in all of those countries, we need to be very open and very understanding of the different cultures that and the, what people bring in terms of baggage or backgrounds that are different than yours. So mm-hmm. cultural training is, is really essential for you to be able to keep that workforce productive and keep, keep things going. Also, the other uh, issue is time zone. So yeah. You, we work remotely because we want to spend more time with our family. We want to have more time to exercise. We have more time for ourselves. We want to work when we're more productive. So it's not for you to work 60 hours a week and have meetings at two or three in the morning because your boss is in another time zone. Mm-hmm. So how to overcome that uh, is, is a big challenge and requires a lot of different things. 
So mm-hmm. what you mentioned, the, the guide of how to work and what the boundaries are, mm-hmm. are crucial. Uh, one thing that I, I tell my team and I do it myself is to block my calendar on the hours that I have for myself and my family. Because yeah. otherwise people are just booking you 24 hours and then you don't there's no boundaries between like you used to have a physical boundary of your office and your home and that's gone so yeah. you need to create that on your calendar mm-hmm. uh, the other part is the onboarding process so we actually refining ours because that's a core opportunity to create that culture mm-hmm. to make sure that people understand your vision and what you're, you're making as opposed to, you know, on a day-to-day, you give a little dose because that's how the office works. Every day you're enforcing, enhancing the culture on a face-to-face setting, which is not no longer uh, uh, available because how you're working nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Um, and looking at the sort of the wider future of work vision, um, as an entrepreneur yourself, you've um, grown and sold a couple of businesses before you created Boundless Life. Um, what do you think are some of the biggest future of work challenges that business leaders in general need to overcome? What do you think some of the biggest challenges that are coming our way? Yeah, that's a great question. It's, oh, that's quite I a big question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think there's two. For, for business owners or founders or entrepreneurs, it's, it's really challenging because like before the work the work the workers and the local teams they have very limited number of job options mm-hmm. so people are very loyal to to what you're building like if you they have not many choices if they lose their their job then you know they can apply around the corner but that the opportunity now is is the world so mm-hmm. our our job as entrepreneurs is to create something that is so compelling that people really want to be part of it. Because if you don't, if, you, if it's about salaries or benefits, they will find eventually something better. Mm-hmm. So for us, the challenge is like, and for myself too, when I was doing my last company, we were very successful. We were venture back, we had capital, we paid people very nice salaries. At the same time, the mission and the values part was not as developed as Boundwood. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the, the conscious decisions I made was this, this has to be a mission-driven company. And when you attract people to join us, they must be fitting in to the exactly same culture and really embracing what we're creating. And if that's not the case, then that's not going to work very well long-term. Yeah. So that's the challenge for entrepreneurs. And I think for for team members is really finding places where they feel they belong because before it's all of this like informal conversation happened in the office. We had lunch with your coworkers all the time. You have coffee together and you maybe you don't like a hundred percent of your task on a day to day, but we kind of stayed on it because of the people and, and now this spontaneous interactions are no longer happening. So mm-hmm. how do you move away from just tasks and work to something more meaningful? Mm-hmm. And that's that's a key challenge that we're going to be facing as oh, people are starting to be spread out around the world and mm-hmm. working most of the time remotely. Yeah. 
So that the, some of the key takeaways I was getting from that was companies need to be clear on their mission and their values. And they also need to invest in their culture. Um, and a big part of that is is offering staff flexibility. And of yeah, course that's I agree. Where, yeah, Absolutely. that's where Boundless comes in. And um, we're reaching the end of our episode now, but um, I just wanted to know what are your plans for Boundless Life over the next year or so as you continue to develop your company? So we have been growing very, very fast. So in just seven months, we went from four people to 50. Wow. Which is, yes, yes. It's, uh, it's amazing. And there's a lot of like great people joining us, a lot of great things happening. So we're very excited. But at the same time, our offering is about education for kids, about community. And we need to make sure that we have the best quality on everything we do. So that is actually our main priority to ensure that we elevate and making sure we remain at the highest quality of everything that we're providing in terms of services and product. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we'll be opening several new locations as well uh, over the next couple of months and years. And it's really uh, what we're looking to do is to create a movement of people that for the different reasons want to have the flexibility and and really creating this new education system that enables families to have flexibility to move, but also without sacrificing the quality of the education of their children mm-hmm. and the opportunity that your children may have to go into a university or a career that they want or start a business. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what we've been focusing on. Uh, we opening Italy this coming January. So we're very excited about that uh, beautiful place in Tuscany. So okay. we're looking forward for that as well. And where's next for you after Greece? So I'm doing a scout trip. So I'm taking my family and we like when we decide on locations is a combination of science, like looking at data, saying is this a great climate all year? Is this safe for family? Is that mm-hmm. the healthcare? But also arts, like when I go there, do I feel like I want to live here for a part of the year? So we are scouting uh, a bunch of Asian locations uh, in December. And then uh, I'm moving to Italy with my family to launch the, the third location of Boundless. And after that, I'm not sure. I think we're committed to this lifestyle long term. But sometimes we do, we do miss living in, in Canada or in a bigger city, which mm-hmm. is something that eventually we're going to spend time, you know, part of the year in a major city and part of the year traveling. But so far, it's been amazing for, for myself, my wife, uh, my three kids. So we're really having a great time. The, the learning has been tremendous and we're really ha- ha- enjoying our time together as a family. Amazing. Uh, and one of the things I, when we talk about the future of work, one of the challenges that comes up so much is um, skills gaps and people not having the skills they need to continue to advance. And I think by what you're doing, you're creating um, a solution whereby children can have this slightly alternative education and learn so much through traveling and experiencing new cultures. So um, I, I think it's absolutely brilliant. I wish it was around when I was at school. <laughs> Never mind. Yes, I wish. I wish too. The world yeah. would be very different. And I think too, like we are a mission-driven company too. And one of the things we see in the world today, is, especially this year, is a lot of polarization. 
mm-hmm. a lot of like people not trusting each other and defending their own culture and not being open to others. And the reason, the main reason why I decided to create Boundless is that, that I also want the lifestyle. But on top of that, I really believe that once you travel the world, you experience different cultures, you make friends in different countries, mm-hmm. your kids will be more open, will be more empathetic to different cultures, and that will change the way yes. we live, the mm. way we interact with each other, and hopefully minimize many of the conflicts that happen today. Fantastic. Well, on that note, thank you so much, Mauro, for talking to us thank today. Thank you, Joe. My and, pleasure. Um, can you tell us where um, our listeners can find out more about Boundless Life? So you can go to our website, it's boundless.life, mm-hmm. or follow us on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, or Facebook. So yes, we are there. We are everywhere, pretty much. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Speak Thank to you again soon. Bye. Take care. If it's impacting the future of work, it's in the Future of Work podcast by allwork.space. Are you ready?